All right, everyone. Welcome back to the 580 Show. This is episode 88. A little bit of a different format this week. Currently, just myself. Uh, we've got a lot of the guys that are typically on the podcast out of town on vacation. But a big week for Strongman, for 580, and just a lot to talk about. Um, in a few moments, I'm going to be joined by Tyler Perdue. Uh, who is running Clash of the 91s, and we're just going to highlight that show. We're going to go through it, talk about it. If you don't follow us on Instagram and you didn't see this week, we were able to add to the prize pool uh, with Horsepower. We're doing a little bit of a um, promotion with the pre-workout, and we're going to be able to give $500 and add that into the prize pool for the ladies this weekend at Clash of the 91s. Um, so if you're interested, you guys can go to 580barbell.com hit the pre-workout tab and purchase horsepower right there. Um, if you guys have any questions about our pre-workout, feel free to just DM us on Instagram, 580barbell, um, and I'm happy to answer any questions you have. Um, with Strongman this weekend, um, specifically with Clash, um, the 80s, first pro show uh, in Colorado this weekend. We did a preview show last weekend, myself and Cody Abel. I was dead wrong. Um, I missed a lot of predictions, but it, it was an awesome show. Um, congratulations to Ben Donan, Donan, however you say his last name, from France. Kind of stole the show. I don't want to say not came out of uh, came out of nowhere because he didn't. Because uh, I think everyone that knows him knows he's super strong and capable of what he did this weekend. But he put it all together and he won. And he's you know he won a world championship at Clash. So congratulations to him, uh, Robert Hughes. CJ Krause getting the podium and everyone, um, everyone that competed, obviously I'm a little bit biased towards the lightweight class. Cause that's the class I compete in. Um, so I was jealously watching along, um, every moment yesterday and uh great show. Awesome time. Um, and just congratulations to all those guys. Um, after that show, there was the one Oh fives, my coach who's been on this podcast before Andrew Clayton, uh, ended up winning the show. So he'll be, uh, hopefully heading to Hilton Head this year. Um, someone who's close to our gym and a friend of mine and a lot of people at 580, Eric Olmstead, ended up coming in fifth place um, in just an absolute stacked class for that division. So uh, so congratulations to Eric because, you know, he's a friend of ours. He's trained at 580 quite a few times, and he's helped me out a lot. So um, it was it was fun watching that show afterwards too. So cool venue. Um there was the last OSG qualifier this weekend. I really didn't get to watch anything or, or look in too much into it, but just a lot of strongman um, around. And uh, I just wanted to to just kind of recap the 80s, talk about the 105s really quick um, before we have Tyler on. But, um, but yeah, if you guys are interested in supporting us, um, you can go to 580barbell.com. Uh I really would like to have us involved in more shows, not just Clash, but just Strongman overall and be able to give back to the athletes. And uh, the way we're able to do that is if our supplements are selling and our, our business continues to grow. So uh, we have apparel up on our site as well. We have a flag, uh, Strongman. Saturdays are for Strongman flag. You can see that under our gear section on our website, 580barbell.com. So, um, you know, if you guys help us, you're helping the athletes of the sport. Um, but yeah, that's all I wanted to say. I just wanted to pop on here real quick and, um, and yeah, so here's Tyler Perdue and we're going to talk about clash of the 91s. Make sure you guys buy the live stream. We'll post it this week. 
Um, it's in Baltimore, Maryland. We're going to get into all that, but thank you guys so much and uh, enjoy my conversation with Tyler. All right. So joining me now, I got Mr. Tyler Purdue, fresh, fresh off the airplane, right? Yeah. Got back like an hour ago, man. Yeah. Right before you joined me, I was talking a little bit about the weekend, just kind of highlighting and talking about the 80s, the 105s. Um, I'm biased towards the 80s because that's the class I compete in. So I watched every single moment of that. And I, I watched basically every moment of the 105s too. So how do you how do you feel after this weekend? Man, it was a, it, was, it was an awesome weekend. Tons of great athletes, you know, showing how deep that 80 kilogram class is. I think people are finally starting to realize like super deep class, man. The 105s, they they show out like always. Um, my body hurts, you know, volunteering to show, sitting on a plane, kind of stiff, got that strong man body going on. But overall, it's a great feeling, man. Feel, feel yeah. awesome. Cool. Well, you're not going to have much time to recover because what we're what you're on for, we're going to be talking about Class of the 91s this weekend, your show in Baltimore, Maryland. So uh, I think we're ending with what you said, about nine athletes confirmed coming. Um, where What's the venue look like first off in Baltimore? Yeah, dude, I'm glad you asked. I'm super pumped for the venue. It's at a, it's at a place called Power Plant Live. So, you know, everyone has a place in their city where it's or their county where it's like, this is where like concerts happen. This is where like events happen. Um, this is this is that place. There's a huge screen. There's restaurants. There's bars. There's tons of viewing area. It's going to be happening. Baltimore is known for it's like brick and cobblestone streets in certain areas. And the entire floor is going to look like that. And it, it dude, it's just such an awesome venue. Um, first time we're going to have a screen at one of our shows nice. that's going to be able to have, you know, I got to talk with our audio video people, but like it's going to have the scoreboard. Is it going to have like replays? Whatever we're going to have. Um, mm-hmm. But there's two floors to it. So the crowd can get absolutely massive and be watching from above and in front of it. Well, that's awesome. I, I kind of like the uh, like uh, have the feel of something. So are you from Baltimore? Uh, I've been here like three years. Okay. So, so something that really, kind of like, but... I, I like having that wherever the show is located, having like that hometown, wherever the show is, have that feel of, okay, like you said, like the cobblestone of Baltimore, you know, like that's, that's a cool little touch, you know? Um, oh, for sure. And uh, so our athletes, and you correct me if I, if I may mess anyone's name up, but we'll, we'll kind of mention them throughout the podcast, but it looks like we got Abby Deal, Ashley Crawford, Corey Butler, Katara Taylor, McKenna Neeb, who she's actually competed at one of my shows. Hannah Lindsay is Lindsay, Lindsay. I never, I I feel, yeah. Uh, Olga Leonshuk, Stephanie uh, Bisagano, and Nadia Stowers. So I butchered some of the names. I apologize if any of them are listening, but uh, definitely a really stacked lineup for this class. So I, I'm excited to talk about the events and see how you think things are going to shake out on certain events and, uh, and, and, uh, and yeah, just kind of talk about it all. Uh, the first event is a Cerberus bag throw, um, for the world record. It says two and a half pound jumps, 15 foot height. How heavy are we going to see these girls get? Like it starts at 30 pounds. How, how heavy of a bag are we going to see them throw over 15 foot? Yeah. Um, you know, the the two people that currently share the world record in this event are coming to the show. So I would love to see, you know, north of 40. 
Um, you know, both Nadia and Hannah are just absolute monster throwers. Both have cleared 40 over 15 in competition. Definitely wouldn't count out Olga either. She's athletic. She's powerful. She's been around. Same thing with Corey Butler. Um, I'd say I'd, I'd, I'd count on seeing 40 plus. Wow. That's a, that is impressive. I hope we see that. So currently it's uh, Hannah and Nadia that have the world record. And they share yeah, they share it at 40. Wow, that's cool. Um, that's a pretty cut and dry event. One minute time, one minute uh, limit per attempt, two and a half pound jumps. I, ca- I like that two and a half pound jumps, you know, see a 42 and a half, maybe 45. Um, yeah. That's that's cool. Um, Even this, for like the lower attempts under that, like I don't want to see 30, 35 and just have just a ton of ties. That's like I want there to be a little bit more of a game and strategy to play for them too. Yeah. Do you think do you think we'll see people zero that event? Do you think do you think a lot of people will clear the 30? Yeah, you know, I set it to where and this I've been, you know, 10 years of doing shows. I plan events where ideally they put into the thirds, right? The bottom third may not get it. The middle third might, you know, do okay at it, and the top third are going to crush it. Right. So if 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 there is a zero, you know, these these ladies are all impressive. Um, oh yeah. If there is a zero, you know, I wouldn't be super surprised, but at the same time, man, I'd count on them all getting on the board. Cool. Just looking at some of these weights, it's so impressive. Like the next event, it's a five fifty yoke. Wait, so it's yeah, it's yoke, yoke, and then farmers. So it's a five fifty yoke, a six fifty yoke, and then two thirty five a hand, fifty foot <laughs> for all of it. That's that's incredible. I mean, that's that's really heavy. Time, you know, max time is uh sixty seconds distance. If not, that a lot of people are gonna finish that. I mean, six fifty yoke, man. Yeah, it's uh. I always have an event where I'm like, this is the one that you're going to have to dig deep to, yeah. to do well. Um, you know, it's a couple people probably going to cruise through it. And I'm going to imagine this is an event, man, where every every inch is probably going to count. Um, I made it unlimited drops for these ladies. So, you know, go the whole minute. Um, I would not shock me at all if there's a some points being some points being made or lost by a couple of feet. Sure. Um I got to ask too, how the next event, is it, is this an event order? What's on clash or is it uh may the event order change from the way I'm uh, reading it? Yeah. So you're reading it, right? The event order due to a logistical reason had to switch a little bit. So the log deadlift is actually going to happen second. And then the yoke farmers is going to happen third. Okay. So that you just mentioned the event I was going to ask you about. Did you come up with this? Who came, who came up with this event? Yeah. I wish I could take the credit for it. I saw this event contested at the Arnold Amateur. I want to say it's 2017. Whatever year Novikov won the Arnold Amateur, this was on the final day, and I watched it. And I we I, as they released the event, I was like, man, like those are two really different events that require two different sets of equipment. And like right. strategy and how it's going to go. Cause you got a lot of people that compress, but their deadlift kind of falls behind. And then the opposite. And I was just, I've been loving that event ever since and watching all of the athletes go, you know, there's a, there's uh, someone in this lineup that was at that Arnold that did it. Um, Anthony actually did this event at that Arnold. <laughs> wow. And I, I can't take the credit for it. I haven't seen it again since, but I certainly could not wait to find the right time to put this back in a competition. Yeah. 
So it's a log, clean, and press um, each rep. So you you log, clean, and press, and then log, clean, and press. Yep. And then you deadlift for as many reps as possible with the remaining time, and it's an axle deadlift. Yep. Yeah, that is, that is that is unique, and I, I'm really excited to watch that one. Oh yeah, dude, I'm stoked for it. That's like I think a lot of shows have that one that really sticks out at you, and that's definitely the event that sticks out at me. That's cool, that's awesome, man. And then um, circus dumbbell clean and press away, clean, clean and press, not press away, clean and press every yeah. rep. Yeah. Um, how heavy of a circus are they going to be using? So it's going to be 140, 145 pounds. The big thing that they're all preparing for is it's actually a 12 inch circus dumbbell, not a 10 inch. Wow. Um, yeah, so it's going to be a Bartos 12-inch dumbbell that they're going to be pressing. Cool. Um, what are we going to look at for reps for that? What do you think, like, if you had to see, like, you don't need to say necessarily who, but what do you think the number that's going to be at the top of that after that event's going to be? If if I had to say the number, if someone couldn't just do a certain number and, you know, call it because they've already won, I would say that there's a – a couple of women in this lineup certainly capable of five plus. That's impressive. Yeah. The American dumbbell record holders in this lineup too. So I, you know, like I said, I, th- I think there's a couple of women that are capable of five plus for sure. Wow. That would be awesome. Now having nine athletes, is it going to be for every event? Are they going to go and do like, it's just going to be one girl at a time. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. Now, one thing I was actually talking to some people at the gym about yesterday that I think is interesting with clash. And I don't know if many people know about this and I'm curious if you do it for every event, but in the warm up in roles meeting, um, you guys draw out of a hat, a number, the athletes do, will they be doing that too? Yeah. So that's a great question. You know, typically what we do and what we have done since I can remember is they just draw a number out of a hat. Because what's not fair is if someone signs up first, they get to, they get an advantage. You know, some people, they get paid later. You know, the other thing is like, what, what I've seen a ton of things used and I don't like anything like that. I'd rather just be fair and super just objective. And the, the easiest way to do that is here, pick names guys. And the other part of that reason is for the format we're going. So it can be turned into ESPN shows. Um, and they are being turned into ESPN shows. You can't have a, you know, a crazy five hour ESPN special. So we have to make these shows run fast. And if we, you know, we have historically not reordered athletes and that's always gotten a lot of questions. And the reason being is because, you know, we're, we're, we're moving. If someone does really well and goes last and then just happens to have a bad day on the next event, then they're going first. And then that's not fair because you just got like three minutes before you had to go so historically we draw numbers and keep them i'm going to try to figure out if i can manage within that time period the scores and they, this is the first time anyone's hearing this the scores on the bag toss because that doesn't matter you're in and you're out it's a max event sure to to determine the list for the day for the next event and i'm going to see if i have time to reorder i mean i'm not going to test it out on the day of sure but i'm going to see if i can let um, that start to dictate everything. Um, but, you know, 50-50 could very well just be, hey, guys, we're drawing numbers, and that's yeah. what it's going to be. I, I saw that firsthand in Jersey when I was at Cla- uh, Jersey mm-hmm. Clash, and I, I was watching the 105s, and I thought that was the most unique and just 
all around fair idea that I've ever seen, because like you said, I mean, I'm just kind of, kind of uh, reiterating what you were saying, but people get paid differently. People are in different financial situations. Having someone that signed up first, it's never really seemed fair to me. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm curious who came up with that idea and how did that, how did that come to like fruition? <laughs> that's a hundred percent an Anthony thing. Yeah. I was going to say he just did it one day and it was just, and it just yeah. kind of stuck. Yeah, dude, just came up with it and then it stuck. Sometimes it's like the little things like that that, yeah. you know, that are just cool to me, you know, like, and it, it just, it almost too, to go back to yesterday, the 80s seemed like it was fake, I will say. You guys, I don't know if you heard any of that, if, you, if you've if you heard about it yet, but like everyone that should have been matched together was basically matched oh, together. Man. And like, I literally <laughs> heard Anthony say on the live stream multiple times, like, Remember, this is drawn out of a hat. This is not. It was. It was just crazy how it drew, kind of. So, dude, it was crazy, man. Um, couldn't have planned that one necessarily any better. Yeah, I verify it was drawn out of a hat. Um, <laughs> I remember DJ Krause like, "Man, it's so awesome that me and Mason drew the numbers to go against each other all day." And you know, it also speaks to how deep the class is of you guys, you know, it's not like there's like three people in the class that are just head and shoulders above everybody. You have a show where you got 10, 12, 14 dudes that you could match a lot of people up any which way. And you're still saying the same thing. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. I'll, I'll put it this way too. Like um, to expand on your point about our class being deep. Um, so we did a Q and a last week because Cody Abel and I talked about the eighties and did a little show and I would say probably we probably had 50 plus responses of who people thought the podium was going to be. And 95% was in one way, in one order or another was Lavelle and Ricky Pandonabon yep. and neither podium. Yeah. Which is just wild. Wow. Oh, I didn't get, sure. I didn't get a prediction right on my podium. Um, I think most people missed it. You know, like I, I, I would be lying if I didn't say that if someone had bugged me for uh, who was my top three, I would have been hard pressed not to put those two in my top three. Oh, but it go, it also goes to speak of how the show goes. You know, I'm not knocking, you know, Tommy or Ricky at all. They're fantastic athletes and people. Yes. Um, until you've done a show that goes like this at this speed, and this isn't a call, like obviously you have to be in shape, but there's so much more that goes into it with the strategy of what you can and can't do and how hard you can and can't push and where where you need to go get points and where you could probably afford to not not take as much of your energy to get that extra little bit because your recovery time isn't going to be there. Yeah, um, you know, and yeah, I don't know none of like I said, no one at that that show has done a full on show like that before. We had Aaron Talavera do a record for us and CJ did a record for us, but. You know, every it's kind of a learning experience and that adaptation makes yeah. a big difference. Plus, yeah, it's, it's just deep. Like, yeah, it's you, not saw, like, it's, you, you saw the chess game start in, 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 on round one, on the event one when Ricky passed up a chance at a sole possession of a world record on the axle. Yeah, and I thought he had it. I, I honestly, I mean, he knows himself way more than I do. Um, but his three, whatever, 35, 35. really good. Yeah, and um, the, the word I was used for is he just like disrespected that way. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, it was crazy. Like, yeah, I me watching when he right pressed there, it like, when he oh. pressed it, I thought we were gonna see 355 plus. Like really, yeah, I did. Yeah, if he had said throw more weight on there, whatever he said, I'd be, he's probably gonna get it. It was just yeah, that kind yeah. of day. But 
that kind of goes like, you know, I don't know how he's feeling or whatever, but is it worth that extra energy? Sure. It's it's unfortunate because he basically had the podium wrapped up and to cramp on that last event like that. And just, it was kind of a freak accident, you know, and, and, but it's, that fast paced show, Colorado, you know, the altitude. altitude. Could you now, how long were you there for? I was actually in Colorado for an entire week. Oh, okay. Um, so, so when you get there, I've never been, does it, does it affect you? Um, you know, I've, I've definitely lived in Colorado several times. Mm-hmm. Excuse me in Denver. Does it affect you a little bit? But it's not like it's not a super noticeable thing until you've exerted and you're trying to recover. Yeah. Um, you know, I was it, it, that's the only time you actually notice. Like you don't notice it walking off the plane. Like you don't notice it just hanging out. You don't really you're notice doing it. A, doing five events in two hours. Huh? Yeah. Then it yeah. catches up to you. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm sure. And I'm sure it affects people differently, too. Um, but yeah, I was just interested to I've never never been, but I hear about it so much. Um. But back to the 91s, kind of got off track there. But <laughs> the next event, too, another really interesting one. So it's Cerberus Sandbag to Shoulder. And these weights are impressive. First off, they're getting 90 seconds. But the weights these these ladies are, are attempting is a, in order is a 200, 240, 265, 300. Yep. And it's a little bit of a different scoring system. So you get points for lapping on each one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like it says like the 200 bag, you get a point if you lap it and two points if you shoulder it. Then two right. third 240, four points if you lap it, eight points if you shoulder it. 12 points if you lap the 265, 25 points if you shoulder it, and then the 300 is 38 points if you lap it and 100 points if you if you shoulder it. Yeah. That's it. That that's cool. So how so how do those numbers come to fruition? Like how do those numbers come about? Yeah, man. I spent days, anyone that knows me, like I can usually figure things out logistically pretty quickly. I spent days trying to make these numbers make sense. Mm-hmm. My initial want was I don't want someone to sit there and lap a 200 bag a bunch of times and beat someone who shoulders a 265 bag. Sure. Right? So, like, so I was like, okay, if we get a point for this, you know, some people get on the board, you're not going to lap that bag 30 plus times, you know, in the, in the time that you have. Right. Um, so that, and then I was trying to figure out, okay, so I want a lap of a heavier bag to be even if not slightly more than a shoulder of the bag before it. Sure. So and then I started, started with the lower one and I just started making the numbers work. I knew that I wanted the 300 bag to shoulder to be worth a hundred points. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> like, Oh, what do you think the strategy is going to be for these girls? You know, because of there's a there's a caveat in the rules. I don't know if it made the website. You have 30 seconds from the time it starts to actually lap a bag. If you don't lap a bag in the first 30 seconds, then your time is just done. Um, you're just out. And that's to stop someone from trying the 300 bag for 90 seconds and not getting it up. Right. Hey, let's yeah. get on the board. The strategy, I think a lot of these women are going to pick some of these middle bags and try to just go. The difference can be the order. You know, depending on who's going, I I would imagine they all kind of have an idea of where they should where they should fall. Um, and, you know, and maybe if someone's right there pushing a little bit harder, but I think there's going to be a lot in that two forty range. Um, yeah. You know, I think there's going to be some two sixty fives, and I have talked to a couple of these women personally that 
have all but assured me they're pretty confident they can get that 300-pound bag to their shoulder. That was my next question. I, I want to <laughs> see it on the stream so bad. I want to see it too, man. Um, speaking of that, we'll be we'll be posting the stream all week. Make sure you guys buy it if you're listening to this right now. Just ADL, buy it, um, and we'll, we'll be sharing that all week because I'm sure you are too. Um, oh, yeah. But I really – so – sandbagging to shoulder just went viral with the CrossFit games. I want to see one of our girls from Strongman get a 300 and shoulder. I want to see multiple. I, I think yeah, man. in the middle of a show. Wait, they got the 265 too. That'll, that'll go over the, that'll go over that 250. Yeah. yeah. And they're not going to have wasted. They're, they're not going to have grip shirts or anything like that, man. That 250 was absolutely impressive. I would never take anything away from that. But, you know, I definitely think there's some women that are going to be able to put put at least the 265 on their shoulder. Well, let's see it. I, I hope so. I want that 300 yeah. bad. I, I want to see someone okay. do it. That's awesome. But like I said, I mean, that's the fifth event, which is crazy. So let's see it. I'm excited. And we're finishing with stones, right? Yeah, 100%. So uh, stones, yeah. uh, it's the queen of the stones. I like that name. Stone loading event, 48 inches. Um, over bar, uh, two fifty stone, right? Yep, just same format we've used for ever since uh, Clash Finals. Is you know back and forth, passing back and forth. Your reps are cumulative, no matter how many people you know fall out on the other side of you. Yeah, and some things that people don't necessarily hear at home, and if you haven't been to our shows, it'd be really hard to know. But the goal with this event is to move. It's not to sit there and wait. So once the stone lands on your side and it, it settles to a, a reasonable degree, like your hands are on it, you don't get to turn it around and move it, but your hands are on it. You have 15 seconds to actually put it in your lap. If you don't put it in your lap in 15 seconds in this event, you're done. And then you have 30 seconds total to get it over the bar. If you miss, so if the stone goes from your lap and then touches the ground for any reason, you're also just out. Wow. Wow. Um, I think this format a lot of people like yeah dude it's it's super exciting and you know we hadn't we it hadn't really gotten a lot it, it happened several years ago but it hadn't gotten a lot of attention yeah until like you know the finals and then it's just it's almost like it's hard to go back to doing stones any other way because this is just super it's super entertaining to watch and it's also like it would have been hard to imagine having a 105 guy do a 350 stone for 14 reps like that just sounds crazy, but right. at Clash Finals, it happened twice. Like this, actually, it seems to bring the best out of people in that work capacity, and just looking at the other person loading the stone back to you. You know, yeah, um, it's cool too. Several guys have hit that three fifty stone for. It's I, I'm sure from you from your vantage point as someone that like is directing the event and making sure that everything logistically flows quickly. It seems like it's pretty efficient as far as the timing of it too. You know, I, I'm sure that helps. Um, this one is a little bit less efficient time-wise, actually. Really? Than, yeah, they like if you have you know ten people, this is a little less efficient time-wise because it's not just a minute per competitor. Sure. Like you could be going for several and several minutes, but it's one of those. We'd rather put on the best show for you guys, yeah. best experience for the athletes. Like if we're gonna sacrifice some time for that, that's totally worth it. Um, you know, and actually this is also a 20 inch stone that these women are going to be lifting, which is, wow. you know, 
I sent something up to it's a 12 inch lug, it's a 12 inch dumbbell, it's a 20 inch stone. You know, these women are, they're the perfect blend of size, athleticism, power, like all of it. And we're not, I, you know, told them, Hey guys, you're going to get a 20 inch stone. And everyone was happy. They didn't want an 18 inch stone, which is the typical 250. They were stoked when it was going to be 20 inches. Well, heck yeah. And I actually had to source. A, yeah. It was hard to find someone to make a solid 250 stone. I didn't want a core because I was so worried about, you know, cores and they break and stuff like that. Right. So I found a guy in West Virginia named AJ Fisher. There's this concrete that's actually more, uh, you know, dense and it's stronger than the regular stuff that we usually make stones out of, but it is less, it weighs less per like volume. And it's sitting there waiting, uh, waiting to get picked up. It's like 254 pounds, I think. And it's just wow. completely solid. That's yeah, dude, awesome. I'm super stoked for it. Heck yeah. Um, and Hannah's like, is she the favorite to win that event? Cause I mean, I watched her on clash on the record breakers for the stones. I mean, uh, like, how many reps do you think we're going to see a girl, someone, someone get with two fifty four? Yeah, dude, I'm dying to know that answer. So, we figured the three fifty stone is a certain percentage of the one hundred fives world record stone. I took the same percentage for women, and this is the number I got. Cool. Um, that's interesting. That, so, that's yeah, like, because you know, people, like, how do you figure that number? Like, it was actually a very mathematical, logical way I figured it. And is Hannah the favorite? I mean, I'm not betting against her. We'll put it that way. Yeah. But I would not be shocked to see 10 plus reps, just like we have in the same the same range for the men. Um, you know, I wouldn't be shocked at all. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm so excited to see how the show shakes out. Yeah. Um you so Cody Abel is gonna be on the mic with Anthony Furman. He's a buddy of mine. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited, I'm just excited to watch it. So, like I said before, make sure you guys go in uh and purchase the stream and support it because it's going back to the athletes, you know, for their payday. So it's just gonna yeah, help. That's one, one um, thing I try to tell people is please please do because that's you know, it's not only just this show. This show is kind of like the the proof of concept for people, right? If the if we can do make this, if we can come together as a community and really get behind it and it goes well, that opens the door to have a conversation for all of the athletes. Um, and I, I think that's just like the best, the best case scenario is that we start to be able to incorporate revenue share of live streams into athlete pay. And it's, you know, same thing with boxers, like UFC fighters and stuff. Like that's where a lot of their money comes from is right. the revenue share, not of the pay-per-view buys. And, you know, we, I want to see a world in which, you know, all the athletes can have a real chance to make some like considerable amounts of money. And that's where it's going to come from because the more streams people buy, then the more sponsors we can get, the more, the more big, like high level sponsors will come in because it's like more views, more the uh, geographically diverse. So the more countries that come in also matters uh, with integrity. You can't go sit there in your house in Texas and say you're living in Belarus. And yeah. Money. yeah. Um, like, you know, but like with integrity, you know, we can say we got to 10 countries last weekend. I'd love to see more than 10 countries come in and we're just starting to build and build and build. And then a little behind the scenes, people don't realize how stuff works is like if I can go to the live stream or I can go to a sponsor, like a company and say, we will guarantee at the least a thousand people are going to show up for this. Like they're going to buy it. Then that's a that's a very <laughs> simple conversation. Okay, if I guarantee this. This is what we get. Anything on top of my guarantee means X more. Um, but we just have to have a guarantee that is a guarantee. You know, I can't say I guarantee 12 people. I mean, we've had way more than 12, but you get my point. Right. Right. Um, yeah. And that's what we're, that's what we're going for, man. I wanted to help 
No, I would love to see us at Clash be able to do this for all of our shows and then other organizations also do it. And then it just spread that way. Absolutely. That's, that's all a good point. Uh, We were able to, you know, throw in a little bit of money into the prize pool with with our pre-workout and everything. And um, if anyone's interested in supporting it, make sure you guys go to, I said a little bit on the prequel to when you were on, but it's available 580barbell.com. You guys hit the pre-workout tab. Um, We've got two flavors of pre-workout. If anyone has any questions about it, you know, feel free to DM us and, uh, and I'm happy to answer any questions order ship out same day. So you'll have your pre-workout race right nice and quick within two days. So. Yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, you know, like I was talking to Cody about how to get involved, and I'm glad he put me in touch with you. So, hope to work with you guys more yeah. in the future. Dude, yeah, man, I'd love it. Um, I'd love the idea. And like we were talking a little bit, I was like, at first, I'm like, I don't see what's in it for Josh, and I don't want to take it. Like, you know, I don't want you to yeah, do yeah, something yeah. not thing. Um, and now, now I can kind of see it. And the thing I've told everybody, because I've asked a few people, I you know, I hate buy this. Um, people rave about it. And then the thing in the, the supplement world is fulfillment on orders is just so unpredictable. And the fact that you can get it out in a predictable amount of time, in you know, the same day, people can actually get something in their hands within a couple of days of buying it is just, you know, I could I could see myself ordering this on squat day. And then two days later on my overhead press day, I already have it. Yeah. So I have it by my next workout and it's freaking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We, we've been able to, we ship everything priority. So it's guaranteed within 48 hours minus like uh, we're shipping out of Pittsburgh. So like, if you live in California, it may take a third day, but usually we have it within 48 hours. So it's yeah, awesome. It, the response has been huge. The response and support has been huge. So it was such a great decision for us, you know, and I hope yeah, no, you guys it deserve it, man. It's an awesome idea. Like I would have never thought of it and big props to Cody for mentioning it and making the connection. Um, yeah, we had a, we had a guy come through that wanted to support clash and support the athletes. I got to give him a shout out. A guy named, I don't know how much you heard before you cut out, but a guy named Justin or wait, let me get his name right again. I had it. I had it right the first time. Um, wait, Jason, right? Justin Bullware. And he owns Hub City Barbell Club in Mississippi. Which shout out to Mississippi because they're like out of every state besides Pennsylvania where we are. I think they're our number two state for horsepower. Like very strange thing, but they are. But anyway, he wanted to support the ladies this weekend. He came through, bought 10 tubs of pre-workout. Just like that's someone, just a gym owner, just trying to get back and, and help out. So shout out to people like that. You know, it's awesome. Yeah, definitely. That's big props to him, dude. That's, that's awesome. That's just, you know, someone that's just doing their part to help better the sport. And like you said, man, give back. Right. Um, you know, that's, 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 that's what makes it all. So it makes it all come together, man. Is when people stop worrying what's in it for me, right? You know, what's in it for everybody is what's what it's going to take to to elevate this thing to the next level for sure, right? Well, man, you need to get some sleep. I appreciate you coming on, um, and and everyone seriously tune into Clash of the Ninety Ones, follow Clash, um, and, and all the, all the people involved in it. They'll be posting everything this weekend, and and, and yeah. So anything else before we go? Yeah, I mean, I think I think that pretty much covers everything. You know, I appreciate you definitely having me on. And yeah, I mean, I say you guys offer to to donate to the prize pool directly if we can get you guys enough sales. It's it's awesome, man. Super super appreciated. I'm they all appreciate it. They're super stoked for it. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, and I definitely love the opportunity to work together like that again in the future for sure. Absolutely, we'll be talking more about it. But thank you so much for joining us, and uh, and we'll see everyone else next week.
Yeah, sounds good, man. Thanks.